Boker Tov Noam. Today we're going to talk about tzitzit, tzitzis. In other words, in the morning procedure, part of the procedure is to put on both a talit katan, the talit that you wear under your under your shirt, and also the talit gadol for some that they wear during the davening. So we're going to talk about that since that's also part of the morning procedure. I'm going to do this from my own notes. Let's start by saying that actually there's no obligation on a person to wear tzitzit. It's not an obligation on the gavra, but rather it's an obligation on the chefza, meaning if one wears a four-cornered garment, then it must have tzitzit. But you have no obligation <coughs> to wear tzitzit. However, we, we go and, and in order we want to fulfill this mitzvah to say, and therefore we dafka, we specifically wear a four-cornered garment so as to be chayav, and in that way, be mekayim, do the mitzvah fully. Now, the talit katan should basically be worn at all times in order to remember our obligation of doing the mitzvot. As it says, uri temoto, you shall see them, uzachartem et kol mitzvot Hashem, and remember all the mitzvot of Hashem. Okay, the mechaber in siman chet sif yud aleph, he tells us ideally we could wear the whole talit katan even above our clothes. However, the Mishnah Bura brings sources that hold the talit katan is worn underneath the clothes, but brings the Magin Abraham that says at least the tzitzit themselves should be worn outside. And indeed, in Sif Katan Kafav, the Mishnah Bura strongly supports the position of having at least the tzitzit outside. But not all agree that the tzitzit need to be worn outside. For the most part, Svardim do not wear their tzitzit outside. Now, tzitzit to be kasher must be done with shame tzitzit. The tzitzit themselves have to be done with shame tzitzit, and therefore must be bought from a reputable dealer, somebody who would know that and and only purchase tzitzit that were made made for the shame of tzitzit. Okay, the ideal um, beged is wool, but it could be from another material. However, it has to be a proper beged. Okay, for example, those fishnet uh, clothes that they attach tzitzit to, that's very problematic because that's not a, a beged, <clears throat> and therefore you make, uh, you make uh, they might be comfortable in the heat, but it's not a beged, and therefore it would be a brachal v'atala, you're not accomplishing the mitzvah, so try to avoid that. But other material also is allowed for the beged, for the, um, for the talit, especially the talit katan. <clears throat> now, although one has a talit katan, okay, we, we also wear talit gadol during the davening shachrit, because there's another pasuk that says, Gedilim taselecha, Gedilim, talking about tzitzit, Gedilim taselecha arbat konfot ksutcha, on the four corners of your garment, asher techase ba, okay, that this, this, should, that this garment should cover you. So here we have an idea that the tzitzit should be on a beggar that is covering us, that it should be like a cloak that we can meet a tef, we can surround ourselves with, and therefore, uh, from this point of view, we can do this better with a talit gadol. On the other hand, the talit katan, we can more easily fulfill having tzitzit on us all day, and therefore we have the combination of both talit katan, which we wear all day, and the talit gadol that we wear during uh, davening shachrit. Now, the minig of the Ashkenazim, not the yekim, is not to wear a talit gadol until marriage. Okay, that's based on psukim, juxtaposition of psukim, 
the Svardim are nohig to Tolikado the moment a boy is ready for it with respect to Chinuch. Okay, even the Mishnah Bar himself says in Siman Yud Zayin, Sifkatan Yud, he doesn't seem thrilled with the uh, minhag of the Ashkenazim. In other words, there's there's what to argue that to put on a talit gadol even the minute you're ready for chinuch. But once again, the minhag of the Ashkenazim, not the Akim Ashkenazim, is to wait until marriage. Now, when putting on the talit gadol, the minhag has to say psukim, starting with barshchi nafshi, etc. And, and during that time, check the strings at this time to make sure they're not knotted nor torn off. We'll get into later what uh, what's what's the situation when the strings are, are torn. Um, for both the talit katam gatzit kadol, the tzitzit themselves, okay, in terms of placement on the garment itself, you can look at the corner, okay, and watch well where I'm describing this. Okay, basically, they should no, be no further from the edge of your beget than the width of three, at about three fingers from the sides. That is so they'll be on al confort, they'll be on the corners themselves. So they should be no further away than three, that's the width of three fingers from either, uh, from the edge, yet no closer than the distance from the end of the thumb to the first knuckle. In other words, the end of the thumb to the first knuckle of the thumb, okay, it should be further away from that, from the edges. So between those two, not further away than three at spot, and not closer than from the end of the, the thumb to the first knuckle. Now, each corner has four strings, four strings that are doubled for a total of eight. In other words, they're doubled, so really have eight half strings for, for each side, uh, a total of eight half strings, which are four strings. Now, one, is, one string is longer than the others, so is used to wrap the others around. Now, the minhug is that the, what we do is that um, we put the tzitzi through the corner, that hole that, uh, that is, we described before is on the corner of the baguette, and then we tie two knots, okay? We tie the two knots, um, the, the eight half strings together with two knots, and then we revolve the, the long string around the others, around the other seven, okay? We revolve, we would put, uh, we wrap it around the bunch seven times, then we tie another two knots, then we wrap around eight times, <clears throat> and then we tie another two knots, then 11 times, then tie another two knots, and then the lastly, we do 13 times and then two knots. So if you look at the wrappings of your tzitzit, whether it be the talit katan, talit kadol, the, the wrappings around should be progressively from 7 to 8, 11, and then 13. Okay? Now again, sometimes have to, some, some of them might be two half windings. Okay, so you have to be careful how you count them. Okay, now what about the strings themselves? We said there are eight half strings. So minhad chasidut, in other words, L'chadchila, all eight should be fully intact. Again, that's not always possible. Things get caught, etc. But ideally, we should all have eight intact. However, <clears throat> in terms of Ikar Hadin, the Ikar Hadin has two basic two guidelines. Number one, each of the four strings must have a minimum size of two thumb breadths. Okay, so of the four strings, not the eight strings, of the four strings, okay, each one has to have a minimum size of two thumb breadths, which is not very much. And Rabbeinu Tam adds, requires that at least two of those four strings be full strings. Two of the four must be full strings. Okay, so let's figure out how, how, uh, how this works out. So let's say of your eight strings, your eight half strings, one full string breaks. In other words, 
one, one of the eight break. Now that's not a problem, why? Because this is only half of a string, which means on the other half, you still have at least two thumb breaths of that string left. Okay, and it's also not a problem for Rabbeinu Tam, because you have, if one breaks, one half string breaks, you still have three of them that are full strings. And he says you, you need at least two full strings. Now what if two of them, two of the eight break? Okay, well, let's, let's analyze, okay? If they're from uh, if 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 they're uh, from the same side, you're still okay. Why? Because each of these are only half of the string, and therefore the other half on the other side, you still have two thumb two thumb breaths left of each one, and you still have two full strings left that according to Rabbeinu Tam. So if they break off one half of the, two halves break off from one side, you're still okay. <clears throat> now if they're on different sides. Okay, for the different sides, you have to be careful to make sure they're not from the same string. In other words, they're not they, the two side, the two halves that broke off from different sides are not of the same string, because then you'd be missing one string completely. It'd be less than two thumb breaths long, and that would be no good. All right, so therefore you got to careful you got to be careful to make sure they're not the same string. Otherwise, otherwise you're okay. Now, if three half strings break. No matter what, you are it's no good anymore. Okay, let's analyze, okay? If the three are all on the same side, that means <clears throat> that you no longer have two full strings left. You have, basically, you have, uh, you have two half strings and one full string, and, uh, and that's, that's, that's not good for a Benu Tam. In other words, um, three break, that means you have three half strings, and one full strings, so that's not good for a Benu Tam. Okay, that's if they're on the same side. If they're on different sides, okay, if they're on different sides, that means that, that one full string is miss, has to be missing, okay, and that's not good either. So, so once again, if you have three half strings that um, they're broke, that means you either have one full string and three halves, which Rabbeinu Tam says is no good, or you have two full strings, one half and one completely missing, which also is no good, Mikardin. So, <clears throat> up to two half strings breaking is not a problem, as long as they're not the same string. Three half strings breaking, then, then no longer good. And you have to replace it because of, uh, you don't want to make a bracha of a tala, mevato the mitzvah And once again, if you reattach new tzitzit, it has to be done l'shem tzitzit, for the second tzitzit. Now the bracha to be made on the talit katan is the ending of the Khatima for the Talit Katan is Al Mitzvah Tzitzit. Well, for the Talit Gadol, we say, in order to lasot ituf, to cover ourselves. Now, both brachot should be made over la siyatan, as most brachot, I right before you actually put the, the Tzitzit on. Now, the Shulchan Aruch seems to imply we should make a bracha on both Talikatan and Talikado. Okay, although he seems to say if there's little hefsek, little interruption between the doing the doing, the doing of these two, then one then one uh, the one bracha on the Talikado would suffice. However, the Ashkenazim and the Svardim according to Rabbi Yosef hold that no matter how much time is in between, one who wears a Talikado during Shachrit should not make a bracha if it's on the Talikatan in the morning. He should only make a bracha on the talit gadol and have in mind with that bracha to be yotze also for the talit katan. Okay, so there's so so 
So the Ashkenazim and the Rasfarnka Rabbi Yosef say that if you hold, have a talit gadol, you don't need to make a bracha on the talit katan, just have it in mind. If you only wear a talit katan, of course, you make the bracha on mitzvah tzitzit on that. Also, any time you put on the talit katan, let's say during the day you took it off for some reason, took a shower, whatever, okay, and uh, and you go and put back, put it back on. Let's say you don't put it back on right away, then uh, you might be making a bracha, or let's say you put on a new talit katan, let's say lichvod shabbat, you would make a new bracha on the on the on the uh, talit katan at that time. Um, now, so when you put on the talit gadol, initially what you do is you put it over your head. Okay, you put overhead, and then there are nothing, a number of methodologies, but <clears throat> in Siman Chet, Sif Katan Dalid, the Mishnah Bar talks about uh, putting it over your head, and then to throw both of the sides over your left shoulder. First, you throw the right side, and then the left side over the left shoulder, and remain that way for an amount of time it takes to walk uh, for Amot, I approximately six feet, and then put it back. Um, now, when you do that, some some have the minhag just to throw it over the shoulder, but some people are very makpid that it should be covering part of your body when you do that throw over also, still be covering part of your body, don't throw it over completely like a scarf, should cover your body, so it's mitate, if you're mitate, if you're covering your body at that time. Um, the talit should be worn so that the two corners are in the front and two in the back, not all of them all in the front, because that's like a scarf and that's problematic, it's not called etuf, not called covering. Therefore, also the those, those talis you see in the conservative shuls are very problematic and uh, should be avoided. Okay, let's end this uh, this uh, this presentation with the final statement in the Shulchan Aruch about tzitzit. It's found in Siman Kafdalit twenty four Sifu Vav, where he says, "Gadol onesh hamivatel mitzvat tzitzit." Great is the punishment of anybody who does not. He does not uh, put himself in a position to perform the mitzvah of tzitzit. And then he says, has zahir b'tzitzit, b'mitzvah tzitzit, somebody who's careful to keep the mitzvah tzitzit in all its proper ways, zochev ro'eh p'nei shechina, he'll merit and see the, the face of the shechina. Okay, I'm not sure what how that exactly manifests itself, but it sounds good. Okay, I wish everybody a wonderful day.